the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Don't forget, depetro.com, sponsored by Mills Coffee. It can link right through. Joining us right now, we talk to him each week. He uh, covers Rhode Island for the Boston Globe. It is Dan McGowan. Um, well, we have completed two days of the much-anticipated Jeff Brick trial. The uh, Globe's Ed Fitzpatrick has been inside. I thought he's uh, written some very lengthy, concise, accurate stories. I have also been inside. And uh, I am anxious to hear your perspective on how you feel and what has stood out to you the first two days, simply because, number one, you know politics. Number two, I know you know Jeff Britt pretty well. And um, and then we could talk about it a little bit. I'd, I'd like to hear just your initial impressions. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I probably fall along the same lines on this. I thought, uh, you know, day one, I thought got off to a relatively slow start. I, I think that it's fairly clear, I think you would agree with this, that Shauna Lawton, the first uh, witness, uh, you know, and who, who had the mailer, uh, you know, sent out on, you know, on her behalf, uh, you know, who was at the center of this in many ways is very much kind of the, the patsy in, in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, her, yes. she didn't know what, what she was getting into, uh, uh, you know, even presumably she didn't even really know what she was getting into and in running for office, let alone meeting a character like Jeff Britt and then running into the, um, you know, into the campaign world that kind of Nick Mattiello runs. And um, I thought it got better throughout the day on Monday in part because uh, the characters are just, are, are, are too Rhode Island to even speak of. Uh, it, it was unbelievable listening to an Ed Catuno who's, you know, the mail ballot guy really, you know, and has been that way described. He worked for Dupree. He worked for Buddy Cianci. Uh, and, and so, you know, he's an interesting character. Uh, his wife, uh, in her own right, very similarly, an interesting character. I thought Tuesday was a more important day. And, and the reason being is that the private detective or private uh, investigator who uh, was hired by the by Jeff Britt and, and by extension in some ways the Mattiello campaign I thought offered the most damning testimony we've heard yet um, against Mr. Britt uh, it was very clear that you know he he was he's certainly the in many ways I think the star witness for the prosecution explaining in fairly clear terms that he was paid uh, you know a thousand dollars in cash by Mr. Britt uh, now he was muddied up a little bit with 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 uh, Mr. Britt's attorney uh, 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 Bob Carenti to kind of basically you know they're trying to paint him as you know something of an unsavory figure was trying to get a job at the state house things like that but I'm not quite sure it, it, it's gonna it almost I don't know if if you would agree with this John but what it made me think was boy if this was a jury. I would say maybe there's somebody in the jury who might buy this argument that you just can't trust that guy. I'm not sure this judge who has been around a really long time and is generally uh, pretty well respected was going to buy the, the argument from the Brit side that, 
this was, you know, that, that, that this guy just was forgetting everything and, and things like that. I, I thought he offered the most damning testimony against uh, uh, Jeff Brown. I'm curious what you think about that. I, I think that's accurate, Dan. You know what has been missing here is because it's a bench trial, we didn't get the normal opening arguments where you right. hear, you know, what we're going to show is now a couple of things have, have kind of filtered out almost like an alternate theory that they, if you will, that they're trying to float. One is that, uh, you know, this was uh, the Republican Party was up against Brit and, you know, Shauna Lawton, you had it out for the Republican Party. And then, you know, Vic, you didn't want your tracks there. And then then the other thing is this business of of trying to be that it was like the Mattiello campaign, not just this operative. But I think you're right on the money. What what has been consistent here that I have found the past two days and, you know, you, you can tell the, the people on the stand that. Like Shauna Lawton and Vic Pachette, and and they kind of were, were just that. Patsy's kind of long for the ride. They woe the day that their paths crossed. They were assured that it was no big deal. Um, they, they both set up a, a scene of that basically it was, it was a Brit operation. He, he dreamed it up. He contacted them. He gave them the money for it, especially Vic Pachette today, as much as Carenti – you know, that's not what you said to the grand jury. It it wasn't that dramatic. And I know Bob Crenty's trying to do his job and he tried to be antagonistic, antagonistic with them. But I, you know, just some of the underlings, Dan McGowan, it, it's also, you know, you and I were both watching as this election was taking place and this was behind the scenes and they were trying to come up with something. I mean, you tell me, based on what you've heard, this certainly sounds like it was a classic Brit operation and you can envision him kind of orchestrating all of this. Well, the funny thing, John, about this, and, and as, as somebody, and you and I have talked about this before, as, as a reporter who has dealt with Jeff Britt for a very long time. I mean, I've known Jeff now, God, since 2012. So we're talking eight years and he's been around much longer yep. than me, but I've certainly you know, used him as a source and reported on him and certainly reported sure. on people he's worked for. Um, the, the the interesting thing is listening to this idea of, you know, the the attempting to connect some of the what what, you know, he allegedly did in this in, in, in the Mattiello campaign, attempting to kind of push it back to the campaign. It is if you kind of find it a little bit humorous because most campaign operatives, Mr. Britt included, when things go right, take all the credit in the world. Right. You wouldn't yes. you wouldn't yep. know. In 2016, you wouldn't necessarily know that Nick Mattiello won the campaign. You'd think that it was right. Jeff Britt and maybe Ed Catunio, the mail ballot guy. Uh, there, there are a lot of people who take credit. And now all of a sudden to kind of try to link it all back to whether or not, you know, Speaker Mattiello, you know, was in charge. It, it is, it, like I said, it's a little bit humorous. Now, what is very interesting and what my sense has been the entire way here, you know, we've got two major kind of. Uh, points that we still have to figure out. Number one, this was brought up by the judge on Tuesday, was it appears as though this this argument that money that money laundering happened, which is the felony in this case, uh, this right. is the first time it's really been applied to a political campaign in this way. So yep. there's a big question about whether or not the judge is going to say, you know, something clearly went wrong here. I'm not sure that it's money laundering. So that's one right. one angle. The, the, the other big thing that I'm kind of waiting for is 
the flip side to, you know, the, the, the defense's kind of side of this case, when they call in a Leo Skenyon, the chief of staff to the speaker, when they call in the speaker, and when they call in Matt Jerzyk, who's another political operative, because what I think is going to, the, the picture very clearly that Mr. Britt and Mr. Correnti are trying to paint here is this, you know, this is a, this was a sophisticated campaign that had lots of people in charge. You heard that yesterday, you know, uh, I, I, you couldn't get anything by Jeff Britt or you couldn't get anything by Leo Skenyon. And I, I think the effort is going to be to almost blur the lines here to say, there's no way this independent contractor had all of this authority. The, the, the hard part to believe as a reporter here is I fully believe and, and, and covered it to some degree that, yes, there is a ton of leeway that trusted campaign operatives are given during yes. campaigns. So I think that's really important yep. for people to know. I'm not sure, though, how it will play out in a courtroom. Yeah. Are you surprised that he went with the bench trial? Because I, I think you're right. If if this were a jury trial, some of it's a little slower was yesterday. Some of it could be people maybe not fully understanding all the machinations of what's wrong, but it's not going to fall that way with the judge. As we're two days in, I mean, not to, but do, do you think that maybe the move would have been to go with the jury trial? Yes. I mean, that, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Now, you and I are not attorneys, and so who knows? And we're not, you know, um, certainly we haven't had to be in, in a situation like this. And so I'm not sure what, you know, Bob Carenti is a very good attorney. So, I'm sure that he has some thought process here too. But yeah, I mean, that's what I, if I was trying to leave some level of doubt, I think I would take my chances on a group, on, a, on you know, a jury of my peers, more than a judge who, uh, you know, on one hand, the judge's reputation is that he tends to be relatively lenient on sentences. I think he's definitely yep. a, a, a kind of a, a you know, uh, criminal justice reform type, uh, I, I think would be fair to say. And so maybe you say, look, even in the worst case scenario here, you're guilty. Judge is probably not going to put you in prison, uh, you know, during uh, the during a pandemic, uh, you know, and things like that. So maybe you weigh those those situations. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, if I was trying to really kind of muddy things up, I think I would want a jury to be able to to make that call, not a, a judge who's been around a long time and seen a lot. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Come right back. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. At It's My Health, at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put 
when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? Who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, during these days of unrest, this is a time to visit our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, Competition Shooting Supplies. The owner, John Francis, folks, no one more knowledgeable. You can call him at 727-1716, 401-727-1716, Competition Shooting Supplies. When they say defund the police... You say competition, shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. No one more knowledgeable. Folks, we're living in a time of unrest. You need to be able to protect yourself. Stop in and see my friend, John Francis. Your Second Amendment headquarters is competition, shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take the last exit off of 95, drive past the Attleboro train station, and then you're at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, Hang a left, and you'll see competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street. Call them, 727-1716. Remember, when they see defund the police, you say competition shooting supplies. Firearms, ammunition. Maybe you're going to be a first-time purchaser. John will walk you through the whole process. Stop it and see them at competition shooting supplies. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. You know, Dan, I also wonder how this is playing with the judge, folks. We're talking about the Jeffrey trial, that it's really he's the uh, consultant, if you will, for the Mattiello campaign. You know, there's a little bit of an of, um, you know, Shauna Lawton. There's no way she was politically savvy and seemingly, you know, didn't know what she was getting into for the right for the. She was maybe running for the right reasons, but didn't know exactly how difficult right. it was with the campaign and then kind of gets lured into this trap. And then is told, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, it's fine. You basically used. And then afterwards, you know, has to fend for herself, has to get an attorney, has to bring in then Congressman Cicilline's brother, John Cicilline. Right. And then Vic Bichette, who certainly, you know, not a sleazy operator, but had known him, done us some stuff. Suddenly he's being asked to do surveillance on Steve Frias. Suddenly then he... um oh, yeah, come over to the house and we're just going to do this and I'll give you the money and then you do that. And then suddenly, you know, he's got a lawyer up. I, I, I think a negative part about this, if the judge wanted to make a statement, is just the two of them were clearly used, as you said, as patsies. And wondering of, of it just it's such a, a slimy, 
you know, the underbelly of, of watching how the sausage is made. <laughs> I mean, it really is, but go ahead. No, I, I think you're exactly right. And Ed Fitzpatrick, who, who's in the courtroom with you, wrote a story about this yes. after day one to kind of paint the picture of just, this is what, uh, you know, by the way, this is what big boy politics in Rhode Island often turns to. And make no mistake about it, uh, Jeff Britt, this, is, this was not his first go around. He has worked for both sides, uh, Republicans and Democrats. He's worked as high as, you know, gover- uh, uh, campaigns for governor, and he's worked on plenty of, you know, reps races and things like that, in, in the, in, you know, locally. Um, and I think you're right. I mean, I think this shows you how, uh, you know, it's, it's like, it's a silly saying, but, you know, it's all fun and games until you get subpoenaed. And, yeah. and there, it does feel a little bit like that. I think, you know, even you hear the testimony, both the, the consistency with, both Shauna Lawton and Vic Pichette, you know, what was very interesting where, oh yeah, he just said it was no problem. You know, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You even heard that a little bit in the other, in the um, Ed Cattuno and, and certainly Ed Cattuno's testimony uh, as he talked about this. So it was a lot of, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all going to be fine. Uh, but, but you're right. It does. I think it shows kind of that, a little bit of that underbelly. One of the things that's fun I, I fun might not be the right word, but that is interesting about uh, bench trials. And, and John, you've you've been around and covered lo- you know criminal trials and things like that sure. far longer than me. But you know, I, I recall a couple of years ago I covered the only other bench trial I've ever covered. It was for remember the woman in Providence who the 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 uh, principal who was charged with not calling DCYF. Uh, yes, and so that was a four or five day trial. And I remember thinking, leaving on a Friday, I believe it was a Friday afternoon, and I remember getting out of there and thinking, well, you know, there's a, this could go either way. And I came back on Monday with, the, with the, the verdict in, and the judge took his time to lay into, uh, in, in, in convicting the, the, the woman, the, the, the principal, mm-hmm. laid into her and, you know, the inappropriate actions that were taken um, you're right. It's not the same way as a jury, which just says, you know, guilty. And then, you know, they're free to go. And if they want to talk to the press, they can. But if they don't, you know, they certainly don't have to. The judge in that case really laid out um, his reasoning. And, and it was a brutal view of, of that principle. And I, I do think there's a chance that you could get that. In fact, I think there's a chance you could get that either way here, where, it's entirely possible the judge says, as I said before, you know, I'm, I'm not totally sure that money laundering happened here, but boy, this gives us more than we ever wanted to know about Rhode Island politics. Uh, and yes. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to hear that decision if and when it's made. And I would be very surprised if you don't hear the judge, you know, give his verdict from the bench. Uh, you know, he may take time to write it and everything like that, but Something tells me this is not going to be a time where you just kind of quietly release your opinion. I, I think he's going to want to make a statement, given the fact that there's such a high profile here. And it'll be really interesting to see or to hear what he has to say. And Dan McGowan, and again, folks, we're talking about the uh, Jeffrey trial. as he's, uh, he's on trial, criminal charges, money laundering, Kent County. And it's uh, Judge Procassini. Dan McGowan also you know, suddenly the mail ballot guru, as you said, Ed Catugo, comes in. Now, I was anxious to see this guy, hear this guy. 
And on the side, he sells used cars. I'm not surprised <laughs> at. But what also um, really stood out to me is the fact that th- this is the guy that basically helped decide Speaker Mattiello's election. This isn't just some ward in Providence. This is the guy that brought up to the state house, treated as the conquering hero. I mean, all due respects to you know Ed Catunio, but I almost expected as I walked out of the courthouse that he's the type that would open his coat and be like, hey, do you need a watch? And I have some watches here. I mean, again, he is who he is and then his partner. But that's the the thing that really stood out to me, that this guy where the people he he's exactly who he is. Dinner at Twin Oaks yep. and uh, this and that and, and winning ways. And you're so proud of what carried over. But, I, you know, I don't he's considered a political consultant, but he just knows how to handle the system when it comes to mail ballots. Well, and is is widely coveted. You know, interestingly, he, yes. he brought up, he, he talked in his testimony, uh, I, I would have been more fun to hear them talk a little bit more about this, but he talked about, I worked for Buddy Cianci, and then I worked for Governor yep. Dupree. Uh, and then he, there's this kind of gap, right, where, where he's not really yep. around anymore. And it, it, even in my time here, I've been a reporter in Rhode Island for about a decade now, and only in the last, I would say, six years have you really started to hear about this mail ballot guru, Eddie Catunio. Yep. Uh, and I think what happened was, and he kind of laid it out yesterday, uh, on Monday, he basically said, you know, yeah, we called it, we called it the, the company winning ways because that's what we do. We win for the speaker. And let's be very clear. Who else have been his, you know, allies? Uh, Meryl Lorza in 2018, uh, running for re-election, yep. very quietly hired him. Uh, just recently, Senate President Ruggiero had him very much on the payroll uh, for his tough campaign uh, over there in, in district, in Senate District Four. And so, sometimes your reputation kind of takes off because you say, "What is it about?" You know, how, how, how can you be good at mail ballots? I think a lot of people out there yes. listen to this and say, what are they talking about? And, you know, there's a part of me that says, well, part of it is just being very organized, right? Part of it is, is just the, the act of focusing on mail ballots, knocking on doors, knowing who your voters are. But when you talk about someone, you know, being able to, to pull, what was this, the Mattiella 60 grand, uh, you know, on retainer to do yes. mail ballots, uh, you do start to wonder what else does that entail, and we didn't quite get that in testimony, and maybe it's not relevant. But it is it's very interesting that this this guy who, who would not you would not expect you know he's not somebody who is you know fla- uh, flaunting two thousand dollars suits or uh, no you know, or doesn't have a major job or anything like that, right? Most people you know when when you think of of big time political operatives, right? Folks, we're speaking with uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe about the Brit trial. And we're going to take a uh, quick break and a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 
7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's appliance repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's appliance repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's appliance repair, 401-710-7096. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. The fall is a great time to have some work done on your lawn. Call Lawn Doctor today. Give them a call. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Remember, this time of year, well, late summer, early fall, warm days, cool nights, get the fertilization going. And also, you want to make sure you stay up on weed control. Watering is a perfect time this year. The water remains nice and dry. Remember, moisture, very important for your lawn. And less watering is better. And mowing, you don't have to mow as often. And on top of that, you want to make sure right now, the fall, this can be a perfect time for your lawn. Get it back in order. Listen, it was a dry summer. Call Lawn Doctor today, 401-392-1025. Get a quick, easy quote, 401-392-1025. Or remember, they have a great website. It's lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. Give them a call. Quick, easy quote, 401-392-1025. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11 to 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website petro.com very happy the way that that's coming around you get a uh, exclusive stories there and depetro.com remember sponsored by just angels gifts from the heart products include custom religious items remembrance gifts hundreds of other gifts just angels their website is justangelsonline.com link right through at the website depetro.com um i want to mention i'm going to tell you about the brit trial and the reason why it is significant and it is significant it, it's very significant and i'm going to tell you just how 
how can I describe this? Um, I, I felt like I needed a shower when I left this uh, corruption trial yesterday. But before I do, I do want to remind you about J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patio. J, letter J, J. Perry Paving, always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, committed to staying on schedule products, succeeding your expectations, J, letter J, J. Perry Paving, free estimate, any project, check out their website. They're also on Facebook and you can call J. Perry Paving, 401 732 1730. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done around your home. And also, hey, learn about residential asphalt driveway or the benefits of asphalt paving. Folks, get the blacktop, affordable, smooth drive on, aesthetically appealing. And on top of that, boy, the snow melts right off it. I'll tell you who can do it for you J. Perry Paving. Call them 401 732 1730. 732 1730 for J. Perry Paving. Well, a lot of people wouldn't know him, but he is a um, considered a political operative. This uh, Jeff Britt, uh, very sleazy trial, and what was so frightening. Day one wrapped up. You have to understand this. I'll tell you what is so disgraceful is this guy who is on criminal trial for money laundering, who ignored the board of elections. These people, they act like they're above the process. They don't have to be part of the process. What is so disgraceful is he was hired by Speaker Nick Mattiello. That's Mattiello's choice. The Speaker of the House, the most powerful person in the state. He has a very tough re-election bid. This goes back to 2016. And the fact that he employed not only him, but then two other people testified. This Ed Cotuno. The mail ballot king. Folks, this guy, uh, you know, he sells used cars on the side. I, I'm not kidding. Total, like, complete. I, I'm trying to be kind here. Um, him and his female companion, Teresa Graham, take the stand. The, these people, there's no political expertise. It's very obvious that there's a scam with the mail ballots, the mail ballot guru and all this other foolishness. Why? Because they do unethical things. The mail ballot law, I'll tell you what, the mail ballot regulations and laws in Rhode Island with the use of mail ballots should be curbed so a guy like N. Catuno can't be brought in as a political operative completely manipulating and gaming the system. That's what they do. That's why you'd hire him. And he learned through CNC in the 70s. He worked for Ed Dupreet. And people bring him along. Why? Because he knows how to manipulate mail ballots. That's his big expertise. Does he know about polling or polling? Zero. He just knows all the ins and outs. That's his specialty. And knows how to manipulate it. But they're they're gaming the system. And what is so disgraceful is the most powerful person in the state, Nick Mattiello. Notice when he finds that there's a way to game the system, when he finds that there's someone that you know has made a career out of gaming the system with mail ballots, basically influencing elections, there's no way this stuff is on the up and up, right? These guys, he's not legit. 
Does he revamp the system? No. Does he close the loopholes that this clown and his female companion, this couple, they're the type, if you had them over for dinner, I, I would count the silverware before I left. they left my house. The wife, excuse me, not a wife, Teresa Graham, completely disheveled, wearing a dress that I think I saw on, like, on Bewitched or something, and just... Like these are the big political operatives. The woman was so disingenuous on the stand. I didn't believe her. No, I don't think she was telling the truth. I think she was dishonest. I don't remember. Boy, that was so long ago. Oh, it was so long. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't recall. Over and over. What are you, Christine Blasey Ford? I didn't believe any of this. And then she, I'm not good with dates. She said, if, I wouldn't even know if tomorrow's my birthday. Excuse me. Now I find this a little hard to believe. They they were thrilled that this criminal, who I think he will be found guilty, Britt, they were thrilled that he picked up their big dinner at Twin Oaks. But then she said, yeah, you know, if I find someone I like in politics, I so I sent them a $1,000 check. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like, I believe that. I mean, this is someone who, again, I don't want to be cruel, but it just, it was, it was sleazy. It was grimy it was very unbecoming uh, you just picture the real bottom of the barrel form of politics that's what it reminded me of and that's who you know this guy was neck deep with now i think it was a, the prosecution could have been a little more prepared but the question is when is the state see that's Mariel's not a leader He's just someone that takes advantage of his power. I mean, I, I think a lot of people know that. I think you know that. He's not a leader. We really don't have a lot of leaders. We have people that they're elected officials who take advantage of their position in order to enhance them. So, I mean, that's right. It's, it's all about just making money with them in schemes and scams where they can enrich themselves. It's all about that. Because a leader would say, well, wait a minute. You know, if this guy's able to do this, then we should close that loophole because no one should be able to violate our elections. But they don't do that. Quite the opposite. What do they do? They hire them. You know, whatever you're doing out there with the mail ballots, I want you to do them for me. You know, that type of thing. So I don't know what he was doing. I don't want to know. Yeah, I'm sure you don't want to know. Nothing ethical, I'll tell you that. What's his big expertise? I know mail ballots. Winning ways. Yeah. Sounds more like cheating ways is more like it. Unethical ways. Folks, terrible. I, the, the trial is just sleaze. This was the underbelly. This was the underbelly of the Mattiello campaign. This is the underbelly. This is where, as they say, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. This is the sleaze that was the 2016 Mattiello. And by the way, he still has the same sleaze around him. That little... We're going to see that little weasel on the stand, the chief of staff, Leo Skenyon. And then uh, Matt Jersig was name was tossed around. And then Coutinho. I don't know if we're going to see that his right-hand goon of the JCLS, Frank Montanaro. And then what was the reward for Ed Coutinho? His son, Michael, got a, got a job at the JCLS working for the speaker. He's another beaut. I mean, it, it is just, and I get that they know ward captains. And this this guy, it it is frightening he doesn't that he would that he would have any involvement or control in an election folks there's nothing positive about that
but this trial about the money laundering, I, I think the, I think the, the attorney general's office, I think they, I think they had a good first day. It's tough. It was um, a little painstakingly on details. Important though, did a good job to establish that. I don't think former U.S. attorney, Bob Corrente, I'm so disappointed, but I know like you're a criminal, you have to have an attorney, but I mean, he was the U.S. attorney. At one point, he used to go after the bad guys. Now he's defending the bad guys. He was thorough and trying. The case is the case. Um, I don't know if he accomplished what he wanted to, and I'm trying to be kind. It's early in, first day, but I thought that first witness, Shauna Lawton, and by the way, that uh, Dan York is all the way he's neck deep in this whole thing with Brent and I believe supposed to testify later in the week as is, uh, Mattiello. And then that Leo Skenyon, I believe they're all supposed to be, um, testifying at the, at the end of the week at some point, I think Mattiello is Thursday and then Brit. Um, I think that's when he's calling them the, like on his witness list, and and I don't think they're going to get anywhere with him. I think Matty is just going to say, I don't know what you're talking about. That guy, we hired him. He was hired to do certain things, but he didn't really do a lot. And I didn't see him and I didn't talk to him and he didn't ask me about that. Um, Britt turned down 18 months in prison. Uh, I would be interested to see if found guilty, the judge would give him anything less than that. So they're really playing with fire. Good judge. System's working. I'm glad they brought the charges. Certainly seems total. And the lies around the lies to the press, the lies to everyone. No, we don't. We don't know what's going on. We didn't coordinate. No, we were involved with that. Lie, lie, lie. I mean, Brit is beyond a pathological liar. How do you know his lips are moving? Yeah, how do you know he's lying? His lips are moving. Folks, I want to remind you if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call. West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Did someone hit your car? They did. Call Kenny and Patricia at West Fountain, 272-3340. The original, the best. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. Put you in a rental car, deal with the insurance company, West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 401- 272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. If someone damages your vehicle, drunk driver, how about the amount of people that text and drive and don't pay attention? Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340. Remember, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. They'll get your vehicle back on the road if someone hits your car, fender bender to a nearly total vehicle, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Now, this Brit trial, it is in the news and a lot of state house players. What is significant about it, at the very least, we have to hope that this is some kind of deterrent amongst the amount of political corruption that's going on in the state. Folks, that's all we can hope for because there's so much of it and it's just... It's just repulsive is what it is. And it's just so sleazy and they lie. And, you know, Mattiello was asked about this in 2016. He lied. He was in a debate. This is the Speaker of the House. He was on 10 News Conference in a debate. He's running for that seat now against Barbara Ann Fenton Fung. 
Mayor Fung's wife. I've had her on the program. She's filled in for me. She's terrific. Um, he was in a debate with her on uh, 10 News Conference and said, oh, no, the grand jury with me, that was nothing. That's over. It's not over. Another lie. I mean, it's one lie after another. They lie, they lie. And then when they're caught in the lie, they say, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I mean, like, sorry about that. I remember years ago with the Wendy Collins story, John Harwood lied, lied, lied. And then former Providence uh, Providence uh, Journal columnist M. Charles Bax said, you know, when I asked you if you were involved with that in any way, you told me no. And Harwood, who lied? said, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry if I offended you. And M. M. Charles Bax said, you didn't offend me. You offended the truth. But just think of that. Do you have anything to do with this woman? Absolutely not. No. You, I swear to God, nothing to do with it. And then three months later, yeah, I did actually have something to do with it. Sorry if I offended you. Look at the way it's portrayed. If you were offended at the fact that I lied when you asked me a question, and that's what's been going on. At the time, Maddie Ellis said, nope. I asked my crew, no one knew anything about it. We weren't involved, nothing to do with us, blah, blah, blah. All lies. I mean, they were involved neck deep. And they kept all saying to both the Shauna Lawton and so, oh, no, it's going to be nothing. Don't worry about it. No, it's nothing. No, it's nothing. And the other thing is, you know, Britt is having a tough time trying to, that he wasn't directing things. He even told her who to talk to, who not to talk to as far as media interviews. Um, he organized the whole thing. This was, this, this was his show. He was the quarterback. It was his idea. It was his concept figured out, or he thought he did the way to do the money. Very underhanded, very, very sleazy. But so I think it's important. I know some people are questioning whether or not they are in fact, uh, going to get him on this. Um, I think they're going to meet the burden. I do. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens on on Wednesday and Thursday. It's certainly not guaranteed, but in the very beginning, they certainly didn't knock off the concept of just who was behind this whole thing. There was no one else behind this other than the person that's on trial for it. And that is this, uh, he's the, the, here's the thing. These guys fancy themselves political operatives. Folks, they're not political operatives. Everything they do is basically illegal. I mean, there's no way the mail ballots are done on the up and up. And Brit, oh, yeah, I'm a political operative. I strategize. No, you don't. You did an illegal mailer and then lied about it. And now you're on, you're brought up on criminal charges for money laundering. There's no, there's no political strategy in that. Fame political strategist. It's, it's, it's a joke. He was involved with the Caprio campaign 2010, lost. He was involved with the Bruce Bayer campaign 02 against Harwood, lost. He was involved with Mark Binder, ran against uh, Gordon Fox, lost. He ran Ken Block's campaign, Republican primary, against Mayor Alan Fung. That was in uh, 2014, lost. <laughs> was involved with the Mattiello campaign, lost at the machine vote. And then somehow, after an illegal mailer, where he's up on criminal charges, they won by 85 mail ballots. And then I don't know what his relationship was with 2018. He was very friendly with Patricia Morgan and Trillo. I don't know what involvement he had with their gubernatorial campaigns, if anything, but he was very friendly with them. So maybe he didn't have any involvement. Possible. But 
the only winning campaign he was part of was the Mattiello campaign. And for that one, he's up on criminal criminal charges. Folks, it's comical. Hey, I want to remind you with all this talk about defunding the police. Remember, you need to be able to defend yourself, your family, your business. Stop in and see my friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. You can call him at 401-727-1716. 401-727-1716. Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Stop in and see John. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. The original, the best. Competent. Remember, when they say defund the police, what do you say? You say competition shooting supplies 727-1716 located 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. take exit 2a exit 2a yes exit 2a competition shooting supplies the original the best the defender of the faith my friend john francis stop in and see him at competition shooting supplies you're listening to the john DePietro show folks weekdays 11 to 2 a.m 1380 and 99.9 fm Brothers Disposal, call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal, look for them on Facebook. They have a great page, yellow and purple, Laker colors. Brothers Disposal, they'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe are you doing a small household construction project or maybe some project around your home? Call Brothers Disposal, let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Or maybe you're deciding to do a little bit of a fall clean out, get rid of some of your unwanted belongings. Folks, whether it's in the garage, the basement, or the attic, call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Come on, brother, with Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J.K.L. Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call J.K.L. Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. 
call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle and uh, DJ just, you know, finishing up. It's just such an unknown how the remaining weeks are going to go. I mean, the, the president, there he came off the helicopter last night, returns to the White House. Everyone, I think, sigh of relief. But at the same time, you know, a big part of the plan was to be yeah, very active, yeah. to be out at the different states, to be the rallies and everything else. I it's an unknown. It's an unknown. And even as you said, a lot of his people are even quarantined from the head of the campaign, Bill Stephan to, to uh, Kaylee McEnany to, you know, so many people, um, they're all quarantined. I, I, it's an unknown. I think this week the president's just trying to govern. He's back at the white house, but I, I still think, you know, that the first priority is to make sure that he feels good. He's out of the hospital, but I just I don't know where it puts the campaign and I'm not convinced that he can return to the trail right now. So the, I think the remaining part of this month I I would agree JD let's let's like you and I one thing we're very honest about this stuff. I I don't buy into the nonstop yeah. cheerleading. Um I have supported a lot of his program and 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 I want to be clear about that. But I'm also a realist. When if you look at this, if you're team Biden, let's you're exactly where you would want to be as you're approaching almost three weeks out. You are. I mean, um, the polls did widen for Biden after that rather disastrous stormy debate. They, they just did fair, unfair. He was maybe sick. That's where you're, if you're their team, you, you are exactly where you would want to be right now. Um, and I would say for Trump, the thing is, you know, you're right. If someone could convince him, he has to watch his stamina is is one of the things they talk about in the next seven days jd they can't afford one more calamity they can't yeah well again i at this point i'm not convinced anyone's going to uh convince him of anything so i want to also though touch on uh any thought you had on the kevin o'connor Senator Markey debate. Now, the timing could have been worse. It fell yes, against a uh, Patriots game that was rescheduled against Kansas City. But something that I thought was very unfair was the fact that at the last minute, uh, GBH News, they put them in separate studios, uh, quote, to ensure the greatest individual comfort safety of everyone involved. I, I thought that was very unfair to do to Republican Kevin O'Connor. You're set you're going to debate Markey. We've seen it could be done with it both there. I, I think that was really unfair yep. to do that at the last minute. And the, then it, there was a big a advantage for Markey. Um, and, and you're right. And, and O'Connor, yeah. um, you know, there's been a lot of good arguments he has made. We've talked about this. I think um, it goes under the radar, unfortunately, with so much going on. And But he's right about, you know, Markey is just aligned with not only this far left, he is part of the complete anti-police movement. And that's what they are. 
Uh, he's tried to make those points, but I think that it's hard to make points and get a bump out of it um, when, when you know, they, they've done it that way, J.D. I mean, that's like you might as well have a Zoom debate. Um, and that, that was a real cheap shot. Right. And, and knowing the way a lot of the media is going to be favorable to Markey, which is why O'Connor's, they tried to make it a point to force more debates. Markey got to hide behind um, the Senate's schedule. And then oddly, because of all this sickness of some of these senators, they, there really isn't a Senate schedule. So he actually could have afforded um, a couple of more debates. But, you know, they kind of got away with it. Um, it. A guy like a Kevin O'Connor in the right climate it is has a lot to say that's on a platform that people need to hear. Um, but in light of what has occurred, let's face it now, you know, this White House in turmoil is now J.D., as we know, that there is no other story when you have oh, a president is in the hospital and, you know, and that so he kind of right. got a little buried on that Monday night. Um, you're right. And then there's no other exchange. Um, and and then they, they redid that Kansas game. City yep, I, was, I mean, forget about it. I was flipping around. It, it couldn't have been worse. It couldn't yeah. have been the worst uh, opponent. And uh, just the way they set it up. I mean, that that is unfortunately just the nature of the breaks. These are things that. When you're running and yep. deciding to run, you can't control. And then suddenly, as you said, the president's in the hospital. That takes all the oxygen out. That was all the focus of the weekend. And then the Monday, I mean, it's it's so cruel. Suddenly you're up against right. the Patriots and the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. And then Cam Newton has, you know, the virus. So that's right. another right. element of a story that then takes it out. Um, but that that's uh, too bad because he is a, a good candidate. Marky, I think. If presented in a fair manner, I think he certainly would be vulnerable with some of those positions, but they allow him to hide. Um, Donna Perry, how can people read Thank you. your um, great so work? So it's thesunchronicle.com. Um, they Facebook everything, but also I am at Donna Perry MA1 on Twitter. I put it out there in at my Donna Perry Facebook, and uh, I did write about the debate, but now that feels like ancient history. So we'll <laughs> we'll see what this week brings, and, and we are hoping for the best uh, of the president i mean uh it's tough it it is and and just to you know put it out i mean the the campaign it's obviously we'd, we'd like to talk about where the campaign sits but if if you one of the candidates in this case it's the president is in the hospital they everything right. is just it's suspended there's there's nowhere to, to great go to be with, with you no. dj great, great job keep up the great work and we'll talk to you again